The following is an unpaid program. Yo, what's up? My name is Sam, and I'm here, and I'm here to say that this I'm the baddest motherfucker in the USA. And this is unpaid programming today. We hella unpaid. And we unpaid because we ain't getting laid. Get, no. My name is Craig. Doesn't rhyme, but well, whatever. Hello, hello, everybody. Cut all that out. All right. You're not going, to. not going to. Every time I say, well, we'll cut that out, it just stays in. We, we want me to remember where that is? The start? That's what we need a, that's what we need a producer for. The producer yeah. will, will remember where to cut out stuff. We got to look and see if we can get a producer who will pay us. Like be on like a podcast like network. I don't know. Let's try to get on Bill Burr's podcast network. <laughs> okay, Look, we gotta called, get a lot more offensive. It's called no 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 no. It's Bill Burr and and uh, Al Magical, and they they have a podcast network um called All Things Comedy. So like we should try and get on that. Yeah, all I right. I just started listening to their podcast. They do a live podcast series called All Things Comedy on the All Things Comedy podcast network. And it's pretty good. You know? That's cool. Anyway, we're on paid programming, uh, and uh, today we're sponsored by... Um, <coughs> we um, are sponsored by... Airplane flights booked. We booked our flights. Airplanes flight. Airplane flights. The easiest way to get from one side of the country to another. Airplanes. Airplane if you got to go from coast to coast, reconsider that boat trip. And take an airplane flight. Yeah. Airplane flights. Coast to coast in under six hours. Forrest Gump may have ran it, but that's a movie. Take a flight. I was going to take my skateboard, and then I realized I left it at home. Book a flight. You are taking your skateboard to L.A., though, right? Of course. That's because I'm driving down to L.A. I don't need to book a flight because that's not from coast to coast. That's just from Northern California to Southern California. Drive a car. If you're going from somewhere interstate to interstate, intrastate to intrastate, if it's an intrastate tr- trip, trip, take a car. Take a car. But this is sponsored by flights. booking flights. Yeah, booking. Uh, that's because things worked out, uh, you know. I know you guys were on the edge of your seat since the last episode. But uh, y'all can exhale because uh, <sighs> the cards fell in my favor and I will be able to go to L.A., March sixteenth. You 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 Can you add some like cool like you 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 right there? Yeah, tell our producer. Marcus. Remember, two minutes and fifty seconds. That's where we need the you you you. Marcus, you got that? Yeah, I got that. All right. Bye. Thanks, Marcus. Thanks, Mark. Thanks. <clears throat> how's how's it going, dude? Haven't seen you since Monday when you took me on a late night adventure. I had to go into work on a holiday. So I, I mean, took. I worked all day that day, too. Yeah. But so I had to go in and no one else did. And I had to go at night. So I took Sam and I showed him the Kimmy Schmidt apartment set. Yeah, it was nice, but we couldn't figure out how to turn on the house lights. <laughs> no. So we had to go through with, with our, our iPhone flashlights. But hey, you got to sit on the couch. Yeah, that was. It was uncomfortable. It was. So when you watch it, you'd be like, yo, I was on that couch. Yeah. And then you're like, damn, those are good actors because that couch wasn't comfortable and they're making it look pretty comfortable. Yeah. Great oh. actors. Yeah, great actors. Shouts out all of them. <clears throat> yeah. 
But anyway, yeah, I haven't seen you since Monday. Yeah, so stuff worked out. The cards fell in my favor, and I was able to book a flight home earlier than I thought. So I'll be in L.A. March 16th for the foreseeable future. Ooh. Sam's coming down the 20th. I'm coming down the 20th. I'm flying back to California the 15th of March, and then um, <clears throat> driving down on the 20th because I'm going to be bachelor partying it up all weekend in Tahoe. Uh. Yeah, so he's doing that. I'm going to be in L.A. settling in. My boy Alex Tobin's birthday is on March 17th, St. Patty's Day. Also my mom's birthday. Shouts out, Cindy. Um, yeah. It's going to be, I'm excited. It's now way closer than I thought. I was really bummed that it was going to have to be April 1st, and I was like, I'm not even going to think about it because it's too long away. But now it's kind of close. Yeah, it is kind of close. It's like less than three weeks away. Yeah, two and a half weeks about, about uh, 10 days. Yeah, shouts out short. No, that's less than two, about 17 days. Yeah, sh- what? I don't know. I'm leaving the 16th, and there's three more days of February. Yeah, so, so 19 days. 19. 20 days. 19 days. 19 days. So it was a little under three weeks. 18 days for me. Look at that. Wow. It's coming. It's shooting up on us. Um, So what, anything fun to update on this week? Hmm. hmm. Oh, lightning. It's raining and thundering and lightning out. It is. So in every once in a while we might go, oh. And that's because we saw lightning, like yeah. a big lightning bolt. So if you hear a, oh, whoa. Um, let's think. That Last week was our second to last week shooting. We're done on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. It's all coming to a close. We got a big actor to be in our final episode. Very fun. Who I told you about. Yeah, that's, it's going to be cool. But I can't tell it to the world. You'll have to wait and see. Kimmy Schmidt comes out May 21st. Uh, there was already a promo out. Check it. Um, Which caused some controversy, am I right? Yeah, because I guess I can say it now because yeah. the, the teaser's out. The teaser features features Beyonce. I mean, t- Titus doing a Beyonce lemonade spoof, mm-hmm. which is part of one of the episodes, a big part of one of the episodes, and it sparked a little legal, yeah. you know, kerfuffle. Because apparently they said you could. They're like, yeah, we're do that in the Beyonce's episode. people were like, we're chill with that, but but you just not can't use it as a promo. Yeah, just like don't promo with it, and then I guess Netflix was like, fuck it, first promo. <laughs> yeah, just don't. That's not the first thing you could show. Yeah. And then it was like opening shot. Titus walking down with a baseball bat, mimicking the hold up music video. That's funny. Um, I met with uh, NBC guy to th- this week. You met with real life Jack Donaghy. Yeah, real life Jack Donaghy. Real nice guy though. He wasn't like he didn't have the characteristic of real life Jack Donaghy. Okay. Um, but he's real nice. He um he seems like he wants to help me. You know. Like a f- Something crazy is happening outside. Sounds like a flying didgeridoo. Like world War, or wait, what, World of the World, War of the Worlds right now. Anyway, so I, I met with him. Seems really nice. He, he seems like he wants to help. What's his title again? What um, does he do? He's VP Business and Legal Affairs at NBC Universal. NBC. He oversees Mari uh, Springer. He's, he you mean Mori? Mor- what did I say? Mari? Yeah. What's the difference? Mori. That's Maury. his name. Mori Povich. He oversees Mori. He oversees Springer. He oversees. Are those? Is Springer on still? Yeah, I guess so. He oversees wow. um the uh oh fuck I forget the guy's name. Uh uh, his dad was a, a very famous singer, and he Harry Connick Harry Connick Junior. Show. He oversees that show. I thought that show got canceled. Harvey. I'm not sure if it got canceled. At he all. does Harvey. Yeah, but you know, like all those types of shows. So he's like, does he do like? Well, what? I'm trying to think of what's on NBC. Ellen's not, is she? No, no she's, she's ABC, I believe. ABC. What about 
Does he do like, what, is it the Today Show or Good Morning America? Uh, I don't think he does those. No. He might. Which one is NBC? I believe it's... Matt, the one with Matt Lauer is NBC. Today Show. Yeah, Today Show is NBC. But anyway, so he oversees those. So he's not really like scripted. Um, he doesn't oversee anything scripted, but he's he's friends with like programming guys and stuff and like stuff like that. So he he asked me to send um like our work and stuff like that. So I sent him our work. I sent him a cover letter. I sent him my resume, and I was and he says he, he he's gonna talk to some people, you know, like programming people. He might try to put us in touch with writing uh agents, like You'd- literary agents. You told him we were going to L.A.? Yeah, I told him we were going to L.A. told him all these different things, and I sent him all the stuff. Um, yeah, I sent him stuff, and he still hasn't gotten back to me yet. So, you know, we'll see. you got to pester him, I feel like, because he's probably busy. Yeah, yeah. I'll like probably annoy I'll, him. I'll probably hit him up again this week. Be like, yo, help me out. Be like, yeah, I just want to make sure you got that. Make sure I typed in your email right. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that, there's no, technically no point in asking that, because if you didn't, then he wouldn't get that email. So, <laughs> maybe just check on your own. Yeah. Anyway, so that was cool. He was a nice guy. Got to go up to the 15th floor of 30 Rock. Did you see anything cool? No. It was just an office. Yeah. Um, but he said his he just hired his assistant straight out of the page program. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, not the kind of job I would be looking for, obviously. Yeah. But uh, that's pretty cool. I mean, assistants get paid on salary. Yeah. Get paid a lot. Uh, pretty penny I'd say. She told me that she walks to work, which means she lives in Manhattan so she's doing, somewhere. So she's doing pretty decently I'd unless say. Unless she's got rich mama dad dad. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um but yeah, that was the big uh the big deal this week. That's that's cool though. I mean, did you send him our short films? No. He can't really look at that kind of stuff legally. Really? Yeah. He didn't want. I had a I had a flash drive with all of our stuff on it, and he was like, uh, he was like, yeah, I probably shouldn't take this, but I showed him sorority stories while I was there. Thought it was funny. The whole thing. The the first one. So you sat there while he watched. I it? sat there. Yeah. Watched was it, it weird? No, it was cool. It was nice. He he's a nice guy. He uh he thought it was funny. He he. Did it seem genuine? Yeah yeah yeah, and he um I mean because he didn't laugh at parts where people laughed. Oh. But he laughed at parts. That were funny, you know. So it wasn't like he wasn't like trying to put anything on, you know. Yeah, he was a nice guy, but not that nice, you know. Which is good. Yeah. Oh, so, so you only sent him written stuff. I actually didn't send him any written stuff either. Because he can't read he it. Can't read it. If, why though? We're not. Because tec- technically, if if we wrote, if we send them something that we wrote, and. Uh, and then they put out NBC puts out something that is anywhere close to anything that we've we written, could sue. we can sue them. So he said, if you if you uh, if you share any information unsolicited without a without an agent doing your bidding, uh, he said they they make you sign away the rights to the to the work. So for us to send it to him, we have to sign away the rights. Yeah, so it's not, not necessarily it. it's not necessarily because it's not necessarily because that they're gonna own it. It's just we're like acknowledging like if something comes out that is similar to our work, we can't sue them for it. Oh, I see. So what did so what you just sent, what did you say you sent him? Cover I letter? sent him a cover letter with descriptions of things that we have. You know. Okay. That's it. Yes. And my resume. 
So I'm not sure he because he said just to do a broad description of things that we have, and I might have gone too in depth. So he might like shoot it back at me and be like, "Give me a better one, you know, give me a more broad one." Yeah, but for what reason? He already read it. Yeah, I mean that's true, but if he shoots back and says, "Give me a broader one," then it's like, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a no there's like kind of an understanding that we're not going to sue him, <laughs> you know. Well, maybe. <laughs> Unless some anyway. show comes out called Chocolate, called Queens Queens, like Brooklyn Boys, except for Queens Queens, and it's the exact same show as us, except for two uh, gay guys. Sick. What? It's pretty good. That's called Queens Queens. Queens Queens. Can like one be K W E E N though? Yeah. It's Queens, like Queens, the place, and then Queens, K-W-E-E-N-S. Cool. Mm-hmm. Is that offensive? We're not mm- being offensive, right? No. We're being funny. No offense taken. We're being funny. Ah, ah, we're being funny. We're being funny. Deborah. Deborah. <laughs> ah. Um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, oh, I also met up with, uh, uh, like, my friend, a, qu- a guy that I met in an improv class two years ago when I lived in LA um, and he was in town. He is in town and he, um, I met up with him, hung out a little bit and we talked about writing and stuff like that. How much has he written? He hasn't, he, I don't think he's completed anything, but he, he's got like treatments and stuff done. You know, I don't think he's finished a, a script, but he's got treatments and stuff done. He's, he's, you know, he's got uh, treatments for, a couple features. He's got treatments for a couple series. But that's the thing I think that we need to do next. Turn our shit into into treatments? Treatment is basically a pilot, like a a sellable package, like something that you can sell to a network is a pilot, character breakdowns, and uh, a treatment for the entire season. Basically, a uh, a paragraph for each episode of what, like, going over generally what's going to happen. In wow, episode. for every episode? Yeah. So, uh, 10 episodes, you know? It's a lot. Basically, the, the minimum uh, is 10 episodes. I'd like to see one. A treatment? Yeah. It'd be good to see it. Let's, let's, it, it, let's email Justin Halpern and t- ask him if he'll send us the treatment that they did for Powerless. For Powerless. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe yeah. Just so we can see it. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I think we need to do that for our current pilot. Damn, 10 episodes. We need to, I guess we need to write out a treatment for our feature because we have the beat sheet, but we haven't written out a thing, like, describing everything that's going to happen. How long do you think it takes before, like, somebody who's, like, writing out ideas and beat sheets and stuff to actually decide, like, all right, this is good, time to move on to, like, writing actual script like well, you can't ha- be a perfectionist about it you have to you have to just ex- like i mean cuz everything's always changing in a script pretty much so it's like you have to just finish it you know like even if you're like oh, i'm not sure about this part you just got to finish it and move on you just have to do it that doesn't sound right it's completely right that sounds like you're just half assing it no 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 you ca- you just can't make it perfect you you like it's you physically like you can't it's impossible so it's like at some point you just have to be like this is the best I'm gonna get it right now, and then you move on, because you gotta you got 
I'm not saying half-ass it. I'm just saying you have to know, you have to get to a point to where you're comfortable enough that you have enough information that you can start writing a information script. that you like. Yes. I'm just wondering, and it's going to keep changing. I just know? wonder how long it takes to go from ideas to actual writing the script. Ideas to writing script, like timeline. Yeah, like I mean, it's different for everybody. I know, but I'd, I'm just curious. Like, do some people do it in literally three days, or does it normally take months to even get to the point? I think where it. I think it takes months of like going over shit every day. Uh, going over shit, like outline, writing your your things, and then. Uh, writing your tre- uh, your treatment and then getting you know your your, your, your scene card. Does it eventually come in where they where they do you think it happens where they come in every day and they're like I really have nothing else to change. Yeah, I like that, everything. That's where the most. That's where you, that's the goal. Before you start writing the script, you want to make it as easy as possible to write the script. Because like I, I I feel like I always have trouble deciding if I like what's on the page or not. I'm always mm-hmm. like. All right. Well, we have these things. They kind of work. You know, I'm I'm relatively happy with them. But is it the best thing we could think of? Yeah. There's there's got to be a point where it's like, like you just can't keep asking yourself that. You know. Yeah. It's like. But but there is a point where you should. Until yes. you know, like if you, if it's the first time through and you're like, I got everything. Moving on. No. no. I mean, no. You gotta you gotta try to make it the best, like, yeah. what you want the best you can. But you can't be a perfectionist. I mean, a perfectionist in the literal meaning. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't make anything perfect because perfect is an objective term. Yeah. So it's like you know, it's, you got to do the best you can. But isn't that kind of weird? That's that perfect is a subjective term because te- well, it's wait, like, subjective or objective? Because I said objective. Oh no, is that right? Or is it subjective? Was well, is perfect an opinion? Perfect opinion. Yeah, it's and opinion subjective. based. Subjective? Okay. What's objective? The opposite. So it's like an absolute? Yeah. It's like it's like it's unarguable. Everyone would have the same opinion on it because it's not something you can have an opinion on. Okay, yeah. So perf- perfection is subjective then. It is opinion-based. The sky is blue is an objective thought. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So B- Blake so Lively is hot is a subjective is thought. Is an objective. <laughs> <laughs> so, ob- yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like perfection isn't. There's no right answer. Yeah, you you no can't right you answer. can't work until a light dings and you're like, "All right, you've reached perfection." Yeah. Um so it's like yeah, so yeah, basically, you know, you just got to work at it until you're happy with it. And then you can move on. And then But how do you know what happiness is when you write it, you, you know? Ever, you ever seen um uh The League? You watched The League? No. There's a Nick Kroll's character He's he's got a character flaw where he tweaks his his lineup every week right before setting it, and he always loses because he's constantly tweaking his lineup. And he's like, "Well, is this me?" You gotta go with your gut. Yeah, you just gotta go with your gut. You gotta do what you feel is right, and you can't second guess yourself. So hard in fantasy. So hard in fantasy, but it's the same thing with screenwriting. Damn, we're good. We're really good at this. At what? <laughs> Talking about screenwriting. <laughs> Talking about, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Um, well, I I had something I wanted to talk about. Oh yeah. Um, so I took a VO class, a VO workshop this week. Um, and and that's where I, that's also where he talked a lot about being a perfectionist. He's like, you can't be a perfectionist. You just got like a perfection is relative to you. So it's like, what you think is perfect is perfect. You know. So it's like. 
all that. But anyway, so I was in the VO class, and he voiceover. It's VO is the uh, acronym term, you know, in the biz. And he was like, and so somebody asked him, like, what do you, should you have a VO reel? He was like, yeah, you should probably have, like, a commercial reel. You don't really need a character reel for animation or promos and stuff like that. Just a commercial reel. I was like, cool, because we made our own. And he was like, he's like, D- but just be careful. Don't get scammed because some pla- some places are charging way too much. And they're like, well, what what's like a good amount for a reel? He's like, you know, like twelve hundred. I was like, what? Holy shit! I could make that shit in like two hours. I could make a reel in like two hours of editing. I mean, like you got to sit there. And, and you're sp- and it's twelve hundred is normal. Twelve hundred is normal. So I was like. I should just like put out a, a Craigslist ad, be like, "I'll make your voiceover I'll make your voiceover thing for five hundred dollars." That kind of reminds me of I had to, I edited my buddy Thomas's brother's college baseball reel. Like he want, he was going to college and he wanted to send out like you know like clips of him playing. Yeah, want to like show him looking right. good and stuff. Apparently, there's like these conferences for like kids who want to go play college baseball, and there's like these booths where they you sign up and you can you know, like submit your your footage and then they send you back an edited version. And it's like four hundred dollars. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, I did it for Mike on Final Cut Pro in like forty-five minutes to an hour." Yeah, and it looked even better because like they could sit with me and like I, they they wouldn't even do um they just put they wouldn't even trim clips. They would get clips and just put them next to one another. No trimming. What the fuck? And I was like, "Oh my god!" And it, Thomas's mom was like, "Yeah, you should just start posting. Send me all your shit, and I'll make you a great thing." And because it's like they would do it where it's like the kid would swing and miss. And then, like, you'd be sitting there waiting for the pitcher to, like, grab another ball, throw it. I would cut it so it would, like, be, like, a nice fluid. Yeah, just the shot, like, just the the thing that you want to see. Yeah, a little bit before so you can see, like, his stance, a little bit after so you can see him follow through. But, like, keep it nice. Right. And I was like, this is, like, people are scamming. Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, like, maybe I'll just try, I'll, like, try and reach out to people that want VO reels and just, just edit their, just, I could, I could, like, I could have them come in. They could use my mic. Yeah, they, it's not. It's nothing fancy. It's not a fucking studio, but they can stand in my closet for less than half of of a professional one and get the same result. Yeah, they'd probably think you're trying to murder them, but <laughs> stand in my closet. Stand in my closet. I'll stand behind studio. you. Yeah, but then I then I like I think I'm also like I can also you know coach them like direct them to something. Like I feel like I'm decent at that too, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not just gonna like be like whatever you think. Okay, I'm not gonna. Now I'm gonna edit it together. Yeah. But yeah, I was just like, like if I could do two, two to three of those a week, I could be making a fair amount of money. Like a like a big so amount might, of money. I might look into starting to do that. Yeah, you should. Just homemade. I'll pay you twelve hundred dollars to make mine. Twelve hundred. Yeah. Um, how, can I take it back from you and then just give it to you? Because you already have a reel? Yeah. Okay. Sure. I'll charge you half. Thank you. 600? Yeah, 600. Cool. Very cool. What happened with you this week at work? Anything cool? No. Anything? No. Nothing? Nothing. It's almost March 1st. Are you going to meet with that lady? Oh, that was, that would, that happened where you, she pushed it back. To when? Seventh. It's so annoying. Well, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I mean, all right. It's fine, but I wanted to have a little bit more time that maybe she could actually, you What's know, like Tuesday? Try to set something up. It's a Tuesday, I think. 
but March 7th is when I'm is now the time. And I emailed her assistant. I was like, like I'll, I'm fine with changing it to March. Just 7th, can't be much but later. It can't it can't be any later because I'm leaving like the a week following after that. week. Yeah. And so she was like, she was like, oh okay. So if we were to, be if I did talk her into letting us come pitch, it would have to be the next week. Yeah. Or like months from now. <sighs> and I don't see. That's another thing. Is when would it? When would it be? Would I have to get out of work? Yeah. Ah. You have to get out of work for a couple hours. That's hard. Yeah, but how long is she in the office? She's in the office from, I'd say like eleven to seven. Okay, maybe I could get out at five. Yeah, maybe we could do it at the end of the day. Do it like yeah, like six. Yeah, this is. I mean, this is also all hypothetical because I don't know if she'd even let us pitch. Yeah, but um, you better nail. Not, I don't want to put pressure on you. But like <laughs> when you go in there, like show some gravitas. Yeah, I, I think I, I think it was a good practice one going in to this guy at NBC. Yeah, Rob Fitzpatrick. Show that you're something where the lady doesn't want to miss out on you because you're good. I think I, I think I accurately, you know, got across to Rob like what I want to do, what, what we, what we have, what we want to be able to do. And I was, I basically told him I was like, our, our dream is to not get paid that much by by TV standards and just make our show, you know? Mm. Just, I don't, like, I, I told him, you know, I, I compared it to, like, the state, to UCB. Like, they had their show. They didn't get paid that much, but they were able to make their show and not have to worry about other things. And that's all I want. Yeah. I want to get paid, like, $1,000 a week, maybe. I could I could get by at 800 That's Yeah, I mean, we're... I could get by at 800 you Not know? a lot of money, but yeah. It's not a lot of money, but I would way rather be doing that for eight hundred dollars a week. Hopefully, I mean, if we're having a show that airs, we should be getting more than eight hundred dollars a yes, week. Yes, but hypothetically, should be getting like I would do that. Yeah, you know, just enough to cover my rent. You should be getting two grand a week. Just enough to cover my rent and uh, and I'll be able to eat. You know. Yeah. That's all I want. I just want to get enough money to have a hot tub inside my house. <laughs> hot tub inside my house. I'm watching um, uh, Arrested Development again. You are. I, I just watched the episode where um, uh, Michael Senior, George Senior, Michael Senior. Which the one? Dad. Jeffrey Tambor. Yeah. George Senior. George Senior. <coughs> he um, he gets a hot tub when he's hiding in the attic. <laughs> <laughs> he like smokes himself out. <laughs> he's like, he's like, he's laying down in the attic. He's like, it's so hot up here. <laughs> I gotta get out of here. So funny. Why are you watching that again and not something new? Um, I uh, I'm doing this thing at work where I have to just transfer files for this thing for like this, um, music library, and I want to watch something that I don't have to pay attention oh, to too much. So you've already seen it. So, so I've, I've already seen it, so I can I can still get like the gist of it, and I like the show. And okay. I I, I, I get you. I get you. I want to like rewatch, you know, like the writing and kind of. Appreciate it and stuff yeah. like that. So I didn't want to watch anything new where I have to pay attention. Anyway, yeah. So that's that's what happened to me at work is that I had to get pushed back to the following week. Hmm. Hopefully we have good luck in LA with meetings. Yeah, hopefully. I got a email. I'll probably email uh, my cousin this week. Rob. Yeah. Uh, tell him, remind him that we're coming. Try to you know, set up a meeting for, like, that first week. 
coming down the 20th, maybe get a meeting for the 21st. I don't know. Well, n- maybe well, give it a day. Give it a day. <laughs> okay. Um, but, yeah, that'd be cool. You know, get that going. But, yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think we got, you know, we're, 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 are we going to email Justin Halpern? Are we going to tweet at him? What's our plan of attack? No, I wouldn't that? tweet. Email. Yeah. But is he going to be like, how the fuck did you get this email? No. But what if he doesn't have that email anymore? We should email him soon then because then we can be able to tell if he has that email, if he's going to see it or anything like that. Yeah. I wonder. No. Wait, is Powerless on NBC? I don't know. I brought it up to to him, to uh, Rob uh, Fitzpatrick, the NBC guy. What? Powerless. I was like, there, there was a, there's a, he asked about the alumni, uh, like, presence for SDSU. You said Kathleen Kennedy, right? Oh, I didn't. What? I forgot about She's Kathleen She's the, br- <laughs> but. She's only the biggest person in but film. But he was asking, he was asking for like, for like, um, for us, you know, like, is there anybody that we would be able to reach out to? Yeah, I, I mean, like, there's Dustin Cretton to him. Yeah, n- I said, there's a couple people like, uh, Ron Nader, Dustin Cretton, and, but there's one that's like specifically in like comedy TV. Yeah. That's from us. I told him, you know, shit my dad says this stuff and he, he and then I said powerless and he didn't know what it was. So That's new. Could be NBC, could not. I don't know. Are you looking it up right now? Yeah, it's NBC. Um, I wonder if I can find out then. Find out. Oh. I might be able to get a whole crew list for that show. Maybe. Yeah. Because because Kimmy Schmidt's NBC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So That'd maybe. be cool. I'll, ch- I'll I'll see. Yeah, check that out. Um so yeah, we should do that this week. Yeah. I don't know what we'd email him though. You know, we're coming to LA. Uh huh. You might remember us from <laughs> from tweeting at you while you're speaking at San Diego State, and us tweeting you links of our work. Maybe we'll, maybe we should just beg him to let us have lunch with him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, hey, you know, we're gonna be uh, in LA. We've been in New York for a while. We're wondering if there's any chance we ha- we have a month window where we can we can meet up is there any way we can like get coffee lunch anything where we can just sit down and talk to you he's like yeah sure um here's this here's like a note for me like come on to the lot we'll meet and go get coffee shop at the place where emma stone worked in la la land and then um brothers go on with your inaccurate story we'll go on the lot and we'll meet there and then you can just come on set check it out a little bit wouldn't that be just amazing? Oh my god, I would. I'm like, yeah, this set's pretty cool, but. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever watch uh, a sniff a lick and a taste? That <laughs> set was professional. Have you ever heard of the uh, Untitled Emily Dickinson Project? Because <laughs> I was a free PA on that. I was a free PA and got to dance in a ballroom scene. Sure, I carried furniture up and down a hill for seven days. Yeah, it fucking sucked. But it was fun. I can't believe we did that. I know. I mean. I mean, it was an experience. I get, yeah. God, we got up at like 4.30 every day to take an hour and a half bus to Connecticut to lug shit around for free. Yeah. Like, that made no sense. <laughs> That's I was like, what the hell are we doing? But it was fun at yeah, times. Yeah, we made, I mean, what we, do you think if we, if we, like, saw Madeline on the street and we were like, hey, do you think she'd remember us? Uh, not, not off the bat, but if we said, do you remember us? We were like 
featured extras. Yeah, you you had us be you had us be. She'd be like, oh okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, maybe. She definitely doesn't live in the city though. Mm, I think she lives in L.A. Oh really? Yeah. She came out here just to shoot. Yeah. But uh. Oh yeah, because yeah. they shot the Molly Shannon part of it in L.A., right? Right. Anyway. I mean the Holly Bannon. Oh. Steve Bannon's daughter. Uh, Trump. Marcus, 32, min- 32 minutes in. Uh, remember that we got to bleep out that name. Got that? Mark. Marcus. Put your phone down. Yo. What are we paying you for? Sorry, guys. <sighs> anyway. What's up, dude? You got any ideas? Anything? Uh, any ideas for our writing, scripts, any, like, scenes? I had an idea for one of our scenes. In our feature film. Do I know it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's the goodwill hunting part. That's what I want. Yeah. It's basically a part where in our movie where the character thinks it's his fault, and then I want the other character to goodwill hunting him and be like, it's not your fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. And he's like, don't goodwill hunting me right now. You know? <laughs> That'd be funny. Huh? Ha, ha, ha. Uh-huh. Act like you haven't heard that before. Oh my! God. Wait, that's actually really funny. We should use that. Thanks. Yeah, I think so too. I think we should use that. I think we should use that. Um, I had some other ideas. Oh, I I had an idea for the start of our film. Okay. So, Swinger started with like you know shots of the city. A lot of films start with a shot, shot you know wide shots of the city that they're in, uh-huh. and then you and then it kind of it's like. A couple like helicopter shots of the city, then it's like streets, then it's like a deli, then it's like the guy I ended up sitting in the seat. Yeah. It gets like smaller, smaller, smaller. I was thinking it'd be really funny because if we are, we're going to open it up with him packing packing on a Friday night while his friends are out, right? While his girlfriend is out, yeah. While his girlfriend is out and if his friends are out and they're like wondering where he is. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Or maybe, I mean, we don't, I guess we haven't. Did we say that they're out partying or no? Who? His the friend? Charlie and No, they just, Luke. they show up because they're looking for him. I thought it'd be really funny if we started the movie with these, like, sick, really cool, like, I guess because we're in Cleveland, like, just those, like, awesome downtown party shots at this bar. And, like, we kind of show some people quickly a little bit, and it's just, like, everyone's having a great time, blah, blah, blah. And then we just kind of. cut. <laughs> it's just you it says like Friday night and it's like people going crazy having like the best time ever and then it kind of like the next shot is like of that street and you can still see like lights and music coming from the street and then it's like another street and then we just you in the room yeah I think that'd be funny to just like misdirect everybody <clears throat> yeah that's fun it, because it kind of sets the tone to like set the tone like like in the in the book the uh the the opening the opening uh image or whatever that's supposed to set the tone for the whole movie. Yeah, because when it's humorous, it's like the smash cut thing, but also it shows that like, okay, so you're not the guy who goes out on Friday nights. Yeah. And and uh and it's like it's like constantly we're trying to get them to have a good time, but he doesn't but it's like, like almost it's like held, being held back basically. Yeah, we're like showing him what he's missing. Yeah. Type of thing. I thought that'd be Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I have it written down. Okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that idea. All right. I think that's a great idea. So, Marcus, what? how long has this pod been? Marcus. Marcus, what minute are we on? 35. Perfect. That's exactly when we were going to do the taste test. Oh, okay. So, my friend Liz from work 
went to Iceland on a trip, as does a lot of people nowadays. All right, uh huh. Iceland. Is Everybody's crazy. going to Iceland. Ever you, if you have a thousand dollars to spare, go to Iceland. Yeah, like it's like actually really cheap, like airfare and like the travel is like, like three hundred dollars round trip. And it's like actually super pretty and like really, really like funny. Some of the best sights in the world, I'd say. Like you see the Northern Lights and like there's like hot springs. Yeah. But she brought home, you know, Icelandic what does it vodka. Say? It says it on. Or, you know, it's bottom. not vodka. It's called Brennivin. But it's the kind is on the bottom. It starts with an A. It's like aqua. Aquavit. Aquavit. The, the original Icelandic spirit. I was told it has a similar taste to rye bread. It's been around since 1935. It's clear. It's in one of those little, like, hotel liquor bottles. I think they're called nips. N- really? Yeah, I think they're called, uh, like, alcohol nips. Well, uh, my nips are hard to try this, so. <laughs> nice! Ready? No chase. Okay. If it tastes like rye bread, it should be good, right? Yeah, it's still alcohol. <laughs> it's going to be like, wow, that tasted like juice. Wow, I'm full. Ooh. Ooh. You can smell it all the way from over there. He just had it, Whoa. like, three feet from his face. It smells like rye bread. Try some and then toss it over here. That's nuts, actually. Wow, it smells like rabbit. Okay, ready? Bottoms up. Yeah, okay. I'm not going to drink the whole thing. And Craig is putting it to his lips, and he takes a sip, and he's he's mulling it over in his head, a little a little scowl on his face, um, smacking his lips. Uh, so now that he can talk, what, what do you think, Craig? Toss it over here. It's not bad. Not bad. It's really, it, it's pretty spot on to rye bread. Really? Yeah. Tastes Does like it have a burn at all? Yeah, it has the vodka burn, but it, it's like... Vodka burn? Let me smell it. It smells like rubbing alcohol. Smell it again. You don't get rye bread? I get hard oh, rye okay, bread. Oh, okay, I get it this time. Maybe it was like... Maybe it was because the alcohol vapors were like... Right yeah, top. that's what happened. When I opened it, I was like, ew, vodka. Ugh, but then I smelled but... it again. I was like, this is rye. Yeah, it smells like rye bread. You can try it if you want. It's like the tip of your tongue that gets like the sweet safe like th- that's where you get the rye and then like yeah. when you swallow it to the burn. Okay. But it's it is rye. Like I get rye bread. Okay. Are you gonna narrate me? Sam is holding it up to his lips. One more sniff. Oh, right to the lips. Only the bottom lip touches the bottle. Down the throat. A wince. Ooh, an interesting look to the side. He's curious, puzzled. He's thinking. He lets out a huh. Huh. Explaining his indifference on the matter. I actually really like that. There you go. It does It does have that burn. The like poles are in. Rope. It tastes like rye bread. But it tastes exactly like rye bread. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. I'm into that. Yeah. Cool, right? There you go. <laughs> nice catch. Wow, that was a fun taste test. That that has been the first edition of Taste Test <laughs> on, on Unpaid <laughs> Programming. <laughs> Sponsored by Brennivin. Brennivin. For the, all our Icelandic The original listeners. Icelandic Aquavit. Yeah. Aquavit? T ends with a T. Yeah, Aquavit. Aquavit. Um. Anyway, back to ideas. Uh, I want to shoot. Oh, okay. I have a few ideas. This this is things that I want to do while we're in LA. Okay. Productive wise. I want to shoot the scene that you have written for this film. Okay. The the phone call scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think it would be easy, simple, and I think it's got enough information to where it could be a standalone, like very very like a super short film. Okay. You know, mm-hmm. and I think it would be fun. The dialogue's pretty good. You know, funny. Yeah, it's got a nice punch at the end, uh, and I want to shoot that. Okay, I think we can. I'm in. We can get other thing. Here's something I haven't told you. Oh fuck! I want uh-huh. you to direct. Yeah. David to produce. Yeah. 
creatively produced. You guys can a reel for you? No. Oh. And Scott to shoot music videos for my songs for my two songs. Whoa! And you're in them? Yeah. Interesting. I'm down. Yeah. I love that. Okay. Because I have two songs that I actually like. I have a couple other songs, but I don't really like them as much. I want to do the birthday song uh-huh. and the um, comedian song. Okay. And I want—I I just want to make them into like, like, uh, like a something that I can share because I don't really have it have them as standalones, you know. Do you have ideas for what you want in each one? Not really, but I kind of wanted you guys to like help. Yeah. Talk about it. Yeah, maybe even like take it over. Like I'm open to anything really. I, uh, the only ideas that I had was. This is too close. the The problem with the birthday song is that, in the league, uh, one of the characters has a birthday song, and it's like. It's like um, it's sung to a little girl, at a birthday party, and it's wildly inappropriate, so that's something that I want to stray away from for that one. I was thinking like you could even be in it, like I could be singing it to you because we have, you know, that's how we have it. It could even be the sketch that we wrote, maybe. The birthday song sketch that we wrote, remember? Why am I blanking? Remember, it was it was gonna be like I'm improving a song about somebody in the audience. You come up, and I and I. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could even be that, or it could be just like like uh, a music video, and you're in it, and then like you stop me, and I'm like I'm sorry, you know that whole thing. It could be that, or it could be it could be anything really. And then for the comedian song, the only idea that I had was like it could be in the context of stand up okay like I, I couldn't maybe i'm not in the stand in the in the stand up or maybe it's a stand up saying like it starts with like uh stand up do being really hacky or something you know i don't know just ideas and I, that's just something that i thought would be cool and fun t- for us to to do while we're in la i'm super down okay cool have you did you ask david or scott no i just had this idea while you were showering today Oh, is that what you were like? Hey, I have a. Th- yeah. Oh, never mind. I'll wait. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm super down. Ask. I'm sure David and Scott are down. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they're down. Especially if there's like when there's a week that David's not working. Uh huh. Exactly. Do you know? And doesn't, he. It doesn't have to be anything like super special. But no. He's pr- he's been. Uh, so he knows producer. locations. He knows locations. He's been a producer on some music videos. You know, I'm sure he has good ideas as far as you know, like the uh, the uh, production creativity goes and. And all that, and then, uh, yeah. So I just thought that was a—I thought that'd be a good idea. Anyway, that's that. Cool. Um, Marcus, you can't come. Yeah, fuck you, Marcus. You stay here and work on your producing skills. Yeah, fuck you. God, Marcus sucks. He's young. Why did you give him this job? Nephew. He's your nephew. Yes, I didn't want to say it, but you think we just hired him? But there were so many other qualified people. Wait, but how old's your? Is it your brothers, your sisters? Sisters. So like, how old's your sister then? If because he's seventeen. Yeah. Well, I, I pre there's a, a previous marriage thing where my my dad has this whole uh, second family thing. So she, oh, so it's your half sister. Half sister's son. Marcus. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's, okay. he's nineteen. Interesting. Oh, I thought he was seventeen. Nineteen. Oh, sorry, Marcus. Yeah, so he can see our movies now. Yeah. He's 18. Is it seven, 17 is rated R, right? Yeah. Interesting. People get mad at me at work. They're like, 
like they'll, they'll they'll talk to me about like movies that came out and then like they'll like mention the king's speech and like have you seen the king's speech and i'm like no and they're like what like how have you not seen that movie and i was like i was like what that movie probably came out in 2009 like was it 10 was it it was in the same year as inception to the 2010 oscars yeah which means it came out in 09 maybe one and oh maybe yeah, it won the Oscar in 2010. 20, so it came out in 2009, which was eight years ago. So I was, let's see, 14? Yeah. I was like, no, I wasn't rushing out to go see the King's Speech my freshman year of high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's so many cases like that where I'm like, I, you know. It's like I'm so, yeah, we're, we're young enough to where it's like, I wasn't allowed to see rated R movies until I was like 15 or 16. Yeah, and like, and also movies like the King's Speech don't exactly scream early Child? teen movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. I wanted to go see Transformers. I to go see Fast and Furious. The Dark Knight. Like, shit like that. Yeah. So it's like, they'll bring up stuff. And I was like, maybe since I was 19 or 20 is when you can start officially, officially judging me. Yeah. Even though in college. I mean, like 18. Yeah. Sure. I was a senior in high school. Yeah, I guess. But again, like, were you rushing out to see a movie like The King's Speech then? I was seven. We were 17 when we when we graduated high school. I was we almost. Turned, we turned 18 when, like yeah. right when we went into college. Yeah. Because our birthdays are six days apart, so. August 2nd and August 8th. Yep, that's six days. Mm. I have a joke. I have a couple jokes that I wrote down this week. First time in a while that I have something that I kind of like that I wrote down. The writer's block is dissipating. Yeah. You can I, see the sun through the clouds. Book. Oh, my God. What's the name of the book? Plug it. It's called uh, The War of Art. Wow. Uh, it sounds very deep. Poignant. It's, it's broken up into three books, three three sections. The first two sections are very cool and helpful. It explained it explains how to identify like like writer's block as resistance and how to in like ways that you can overcome it and stuff like that. And then the third book's just like those are all good and stuff, uh, except for you just have to remember that you're uh, you're writing through God, and you're like or God's writing through you. You're a vessel. You're a vessel. You just got to remember that He's up there, and you you're the puppet. To, you have to put yourself in the in the situation. To where he can give you inspiration. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I just like I don't really get it when people like are like I give everything to God. And he's like, but like you came up with the ideas. You know? AKA, like, yeah, like Chance the Rapper. <laughs> like your brain is like a very complex uh, mechanism that sends electrons, like electric impulses, electric pulses through your body, and and generates ideas, generates creativity. And you're gonna give it to to God. Yeah, but you didn't work hard to have electrons send stuff to your brain. Oh, you're saying Chance the Rapper didn't uh, work hard for years and years before coming up with many, many songs, many things like that before this one. And uh, but it's it's God's fault that he got the Grammy. Yeah, but didn't it? Didn't his brain that he was born with that he did not work to to get? He had just born with that brain. Wasn't he technically predisposed for greatness? No, he has a great brain. No, they're they're com- they're completely they're. Th- Life is uh, reactionary. I don't know if that's a word, but I'm gonna say it. It's a I'm word. Use it. It's a word. Life is reactionary. Everything everything that happens next is is specifically based off of what happened before. Okay, but every decision that he makes, only he would make that decision because it's his brain. Yeah. He did not choose to have that brain. So technically, the decisions you make are not your own; they're God's. Yeah, but how did he get that brain? <laughs> how did he get that brain? I know you're. I know you're being. I know you're not being like. Serious. I'm playing you're devil's being, advocate. Playing devil's advocate, but how did he get that brain? 
His parents had sex. Yeah. And made and him. It, and, and he didn't work for it. Cells multiplied. Yeah. So he, he and was. And turned into the brain that he got. Yeah. So then but he, the brain develops over time. Yeah. But. And it's, it, and it, it's always developing and it's always molding based on the environment around him. So he could have been, been in a different family in that same brain with the creativity and words. He could have been a novelist. He could have been a, a, a scientist. He could have been, a, you know, it depends. It's all about the environment that you grow up in, the people that you grow up around, and how they affect you and mold your brain. Your brain is always is always being changed until a certain until you you know forever maybe say, yeah forever maybe yeah and the brain is an organic matter that brain's a muscle baby yeah I don't know if that's accurate you gotta work it yeah it's money baby it's money baby we're gonna be at five hundred by midnight anyway my jokes yeah <laughs> is where is where that all came from um. <clears throat> So uh, somebody said something this week. I can't remember who it was, but anyway, it led me to uh, sales at stores. It's all arbitrary. It's like yeah. we're having a sale. It's 25% off, so you're going to pay $15 instead of $20. Yeah. Wait, you say 15% off? I don't know. I don't know. No, it's, uh, it's on sale, so you're going to pay $15 instead of $20. Like 25%. Like based on what? Like you're you're like you're giving me something for fifteen, and saying I would have charged you twenty. That's like giving me uh a, a three quarters of an orange, or it's like it's like giving me a full orange and being like I gave you a deal because I should have given you three quarters of an orange. You know? Yeah. So it's like a kind of little like fun little premise right there. I've uh, yeah I've thought about that before too. Like pricing is so random that it's like you gave me a dollar, I give you a full. You could come out with something and be like, I'm selling this new great toothbrush. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give you this amazing deal. This is an $180 toothbrush, but I'm going to sell it to you for 100 Yeah. And people think, wow, that's great. And you, and you put 180 and you slash it and you put 100 And you're like, well, wh- who, you're saving $80 who priced it at 180 Who said that's its value? The toothbrush probably costs $2.50 to make. It's like if the people who make it value it, then that, that number has no All meaning. arbitrary. The, it has no meaning. It has no has no clout. That's what I'm saying. So I, I'm kind of trying to work on like a joke for that. Um, you know, I, I noticed like listening to a lot of stand up. A lot of jokes are like, uh, if this, then like, what if it was in this situation rather than this situation? You know? Yeah. So like, I'm trying to find like a situation where that would be funny. And I thought like, you know, a piece of fruit, because like, you don't give you don't give three quarters of a fruit, right? You give a whole fruit. But they're like, I'm giving you a whole fruit for the same price that I should be giving you three quarters of a fruit. Try and work it into like relationships or guys and girls. Hmm. Do you have any ideas on that? No, I'm trying to think now. Like, when a girl says like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know because it's hard. It's hard to do something like that because we're working with like there's no numbers. New, yeah, there's no numerical value. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought it was an interesting. Maybe it's like somebody saying like, like you're a seven, so you better be happy with dating a six. Like, well, who valued me at a seven? Why am I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. You know, I don't. This that has is... to go with. That has to be with. That has to do with the uh, the subjectiveness of perfection as well. Yeah. Numbers are all subjective as well. Yeah, and perfection is. Who's Who's the perfect celebrity? Who's the hottest celebrity to you right now? I got one. Margot Robbie. No, but she's up there. Yeah. I don't know. That's the first one I could think of. Oh, that's yours. 
Yeah, yeah. Just because that's the first one I can think of. I fuck with that. What's yours? Alicia Vikander. I don't know if I... I don't know. Uh, that name doesn't bring a face to my head. Ex Machina. Oh. She kind of looks like... Uh, she's gorgeous. And she's Daenerys also... Targaryen? She kind of looked like her. Maybe? Amelia, I, Amelia Clark? I might have to She's up. Yeah, she's also in... Um, Alicia... Vikander. V-I-K-A-N-D-E-R. She's in The Danish Girl. Did you see that? Alicia... L-E-I... E-L-I... A-L-I-C-I-A. A-L-I-C-I-A. Vikander. V-I-K. She's in The Danish Girl. She's in The Light... Is it Alicia or is it Alicia? Alicia. Oh. She's Swedish, I believe. Oh. She's really good looking. Yeah, she's super pretty. She's a... She's a... She's like a professional ballet dancer too mm. i'm in she's dating michael fassbender oh i'm looking at a bunch of pictures of her and michael fassbender in some movie yeah it's called the light between oceans it's some popular book my mom just read it um i think she's really pretty but i'm gonna stick with margot robbie i respect that i mean margot's in my top five for sure yeah for sure um so anyway this i had one more joke that i that i liked the premise of um, it's just a, it's just a pri- it's just a premise. I don't know. I don't know. Um, uh, you know, like when on Facebook people, they're like, they're like, they'll like post about like, I've been struggling, uh, for, for, you know, two and a half years and I'm proud to say that I've overcome it, blah, 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 being very, you know, broad, not, they don't, they're not saying what they're talking about. Yeah, because and if then, they actually said what they're talking about, everybody wouldn't feel bad because it's not that like, bad. Like, I'm struggling, blah, blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, what, what did you, what were you struggling with? They're like, it's private. Okay, sweet. <laughs> but it's like, it's like directly, uh, like contradicting. They're like posting publicly on Facebook. About how about, private and horrible their personal issue was. Yeah, they're like, no, they're like, they're like, hey, everybody. Listen to how I've overcome my struggle. And you're like, what about? You're like, it's private. (laughs) I have the best story. Yesterday was the best day of my life. You wouldn't believe what happened. What happened? I can't tell you. Yeah, it's private. Yeah. It's like directly contradicting themselves. I just want everyone to know how good my day was, but you can't know what happened. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I just thought that was a fun little premise. Yeah, that's funny. I'm not sure exactly what I would do for the joke, but it's a fun little premise. It's a fun little premise. What are we at, Marcus? 54. Oh, wow. Wow, okay. We, we better wrap, wrap up. it up. Um, On to some sparkles and fargles. Oh, wow. forgot about sparkle fargle. Okay. Farkle's going first. Uh, Lord Farquad. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, fuck, do I have a farkle? I'm in a good mood. A good bit too, but I'm gonna say that I'm <laughs> bummed that I had to push that they pushed my meeting date just because I wanted that time in between to like for possibilities to bloom, you know? Yeah, I feel that. So that's gonna be mine. Mine is uh, yesterday my bathroom smelled bad, and then I looked in the little laundry closet, and there's a leak from the ceiling. So I, I, I'm working to get that fixed. Well, how about some sparkles? Sparkle, I got my flight. You got your flight. I'm so right? happy. Going to LA two weeks earlier than I thought. Going to see all our friends. We're going to work hard, play hard. Work hard, play hard, work hard, play hard. I'm going to play a lot. I'm going to say my uh, my sparkle. Katy Perry when I'm there. (laughs) 
I'm gonna say my sparkle is that um, I finally listened to Anderson Pack's album. And I Ooh, and I love it. Ooh, everybody, check out Anderson Pack's album Malibu. Malibu. It's great. It's great. It's fantastic. Best album of the year. Shouts out Anderson Pack. He should have won Best New Artist. Fuck Chance the Rapper. He's not a new artist. <laughs> no, dude, he gave it all to the Chance the Rappers. Okay, Chance the Rappers. He's great. Yeah, and I really like all of his songs. Except for this album that he won the Grammy for is very preachy. It just sounds like a gospel. It I mean, gospel. I, I'm okay it's if like, one or two songs are like that. Yeah, like the whole thing. Yeah, the whole thing is very preachy. And like, in like, uh, you know, believe what you want to believe. All that stuff is just it kind of puts me off. So it's like, it's like I understand, like, uh, like uh, Kanye's song that he verses on. It's a uh, uh, ultra light beam. Ultra light beam. Uh, I love that song. And it's preachy, and it's like you know, it's great. But it's I'm like just having song. fun with it. Yeah. You know that I love. You know that I love. A pillow of salt. Yeah. Anyway, that one. That's a great song, but it's not his whole album. You know. Can you put while we did that? Can you put the real part of the oh, song God, over that? That sounds very. Marcus. Can you do that? Do you, God, do you know how to work Final Cut? Why? Marcus, honestly, just shh. Anyway. Start so, playing the music, Marcus. So, shouts out Anderson Pack. Shouts out, um. Shouts out Thunder Lightning. Shouts out our pals in LA. Shouts out Flights. Shouts out that dude from NBC. Uh, shouts out Justin Halpern. Shouts out Justin Halpern. Shouts out Rob Greenberg. Shouts out Rob. Shouts out Brennan Vodka. I mean Brennan Alcohol Spirit. Shouts out all those things. This episode has been sponsored by Booking Flights. Book that flight, Virgin America. If you want to go from coast to coast, book that flight. And uh, I think that's gonna be it. One week closer to getting paid. Let's get paid.